Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is a crowd podcast. This is Quiz Chat Repeat, because Britain loves a quiz. And there's a guy called Duncan who hasn't been able to host a pub quiz since March, and he's got loads of questions already written. So in tribute to him, let's quiz. Hello, I'm Mikita Oliver, and this is Music Tuesday. Our guest this week is the broadcaster and writer Katie Puckrick. Katie is a woman who enjoys yoga and used to be a professional dancer. Welcome, Katie. Yes. Any kind of dancing in particular? Uh, what do you got? Ooh. So I trained my whole life in ballet, and then I worked as a contemporary dancer. I toured with the Pet Shop Boys in 1991, did a world tour with them. Wow. Uh, danced with Michael Clark Company, uh, danced with Deviate Physical Theater. So I did a combination of artsy-fartsy stuff and then just pure, beautiful, commercial, crowd-pleasing shenanigans. <laughs> Okay, we have another 12 questions for you. Let's quiz Katie Puckrick. Question number one. In 2003, what was The Killers' debut single? Mm, uh, Mr. Brightside. Absolutely. Correct answer. Mr. Brightside went to number 10 in this country in 2003. Question number two. True or false? The name of Russian pop duo Tattoo stands for the initials of the two singers. Do you remember them? Uh, yeah, they were like fake lesbians. Um, <laughs> yes. Very effective. Like uh, Men, of course, thought that they were 100% real lesbians. But then the, everyone else is like, oh, they're doing the thing of like touching each other to like score in the club yeah and then let's take them in school uniforms it oh was yeah really unnecessary the yeah. whole thing well uh do you think that those were the initials of the two poor girls the slaves? two poor girls sex slaves <laughs> um uh, canny business women let's just call them what they are let's. cynical manipulators of uh, pop culture no correct false wasn't their names at all. Nothing about it was real. Okay, question number three. What US landmark featured on the cover of Kendrick Lamar's 2015 album To Pimp a Butterfly? Oh, who gets album covers anymore? <laughs> I know. You just download the music. Well, um, this was five years ago, six even. I don't know the answer to that at all. Should I just take a crazy, I'm just going to say Statue of Liberty. Incorrect. I'm afraid it was the White House. Question number four. What substance lends its name to a house music genre noted for its squelching sounds and deep bass lines? What substance? Like concrete or something. Like we're talking about like a substance? like a More in the substance abuse model. Oh, okay. So we're talking about an illegal substance that we are could be uh, land you in the slammer mm. for a number of years. Um, 
No, I don't know. Acid house, come on. Oh, I see. This is the thing. I literally, my brain goes blank. It's okay, don't worry, because I think you'll prefer these. Okay. Question number five. Which duet was a 1987 hit for George Michael and Aretha Franklin tune? Come on. Uh, I knew you were waiting for me, that song. Yeah. Tune. Yes, correct answer. I knew you were waiting. Mm. Question number six. Who sings the opening line of the Dire Straits classic song, Money for Nothing? Sting. Sting, I know this one. Absolutely correct. Question number seven. Which 80s band from Hull featured Paul Heaton and Norman Cook, otherwise known as Fatboy Slim? House Martins? Mm-hmm. Correct answer, the House Martins. Question number eight on New Year's Eve 1999, which Welsh band performed the first concert at Cardiff's Millennium Stadium? You'd already left, 99. I'm just going to guess on some Welsh acts. So uh, Tom Jones is in a band. Uh, so <laughs> who else do we have? I would just throw it out there that it's probably Manic Street Preachers. Absolutely correct. Correct answer, Manic Street Preachers. Question number nine in the Alanis Morissette single, One Hand in My Pocket. What is her other hand doing at the end of the first chorus? Oh, she's filth. She's like... <laughs> She's she's self-polluting with that other hand. And that is why her hair is so long and lustrous. Because she has pleasure molecules feeding the follicles. Is that your answer? Wait, what was the question? <laughs> What's her other hand doing at the end of the first chorus? One's in the pocket. One she... hand in my pocket yeah. and the other hand pleasuring my... Giblets. I wish it was, you know. Pleasuring my, um, wait, one hand in my pocket and the other hand, I just, uh, scrambling eggs? I just don't know. She's giving a bloody high five. I'm giving set. a bloody high five <laughs> with the other hand. That's not very interesting. <laughs> well, she gets, she gets crazy. Second chorus, she's flicking a cigarette. Third, she's giving a peace sign. Fourth, she's playing a piano. And by the time the fifth chorus comes around, she's ready to go. She's hailing a taxi cab. It's a busy afternoon for Alanis in Very that song. busy for her left hand. Her left hand. It's a busy day for her left hand. Her right hand is under control in the pocket. Oh, that's the frottage hand. Okay. Question number 10. Can you name an Ava album that shares its name with one of their singles, Katie? This is for one point. Booly Boo. Correct. 1979. You could also have Ring Ring. Waterloo, Super Trooper, and The Visitors. And of course, you said Voulez-Vous. Question number 11. So basically, every single album, they just name it after a hit. Yeah, okay. They did. The Mercury Prize is an annual award for the best album by a UK or Irish artist. There hasn't actually been an Irish winner yet, but there have been 12 Irish nominees. For two points, can you name any two of them? Oh, my gosh. Um, and this is from, you know, 92 was the first Mercury Prize. Oh. And this is just to be nominated. Who's Irish? Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I can just think of you two, and they're not going to be winning a, a Mercury Absolutely, Prize. Absolutely, they're the first ones. Thank you. That will oh, do. Oh, my God. One more for one more point, if you can. Um, who else is Irish in the entire world of music? Hmm. Um, well, it's not going to be Van Morrison because he's not a hip happening uh, person. I have Van Morrison, 1995. Okay. He could have also had Lisa Hannigan, 
Villagers, Roisin Murphy. Oh, Roisin Murphy. Soak. Um, yeah, oh, okay. Soak, of course. Snow Patrol, for God's sake. The Thrills. Oh, that was good. Lisa Hannigan, did I say Fionn Reagan and therapy? Never had a therapy. Okay. Oh, and Thera- Fontaine's therapy DC. with all the question marks. Yeah, therapy. they do. Question yeah. yeah. marks. Question number 12, the end of our Music Tuesday. I have in front of me a list of The Guardian's top 20 cover songs of all time. For three points, can you list three of those songs? Okay, Locomotion is one, obviously. These are the best cover songs of all time. I know that's just so subjective. This is The Guardian thinks it. Well, Locomotion, you know, that was uh, Kylie did a cover and... uh, who else? A, a, um, that band in the 70s, a Graham, Graham Central Station, I think they were called, oh, or wow. something something weird like that. I don't have it on my list. Oh, uh, Pet Shop Boys did a cover of Elvis's You're Always On My Mind. Absolutely. That's number one on this Guardian list. Of covers? Yeah. Yeah. That's your first guess. Okay. You've got two more. Oh, Okay. Uh, so Jeff Buckley, Alleluia, of course. Absolutely, that's by on my list. Leonard Cohen. Okay, good, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, see, this is a thing. I will know all of these songs intimately. Some of them may well be my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. You Were Always on My Mind was the finale on the Pet Shop Boys tour that I danced on, and that was when I'd be dancing across the stage to rapturous applause, thinking, what am I going to eat in... At catering afterward. Like, did they have that soup I like? Did they have that ice cream sundae I like? So that's what I would be thinking as I was dancing. Thrilling, thrilling the crowd. No, that's... <laughs> um, so we're getting back to our quiz, and our quiz is about... <laughs> Top 20 cover songs. Can we... Can you just... Because uh, I just... I know you're going to know every single song. I know, I'm going to know every list. single song. Um, like, take that did... Um, that thing with Lulu that was yeah that was good but it's it's, it's the a, Guardian didn't think so oh god <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one because I want to know I didn't okay. know this was a cover The Clash um what um Stand By Me it's I Fought the Law oh I Fought the Law that was a Bobby Fuller 4 see I know all see? the I know all the you know facts and figures I just can't okay Johnny Cash Hurt oh yeah so um Johnny Cash covered the Nine Inch Nails song, Hurt. The Stranglers Walk On By. Oh, I can't believe that The Guardian decided that that was good. So Walk On By was a Burt Bacharach, Hal David song that was originally covered by Dionne Warwick. Wow. Jimi Hendrix, All Along the Watchtower. Who sang that 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 was written and performed by Dylan, Bob Dylan. Soft Cell, Tainted Love. Joe Cocker with a little help from my friends. What can I do with that? I know um, he That was my, uh, yeah, so uh, with a little help from my friends, Joe Cocker did the Beatles uh, yeah. song. And then we've got Nothing Compares to You, obviously, Sinead O'Connor, Muse, Feeling Good, Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You, of course, Dolly Parton wrote and performed first. Mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye heard it through the grapevine, Adele, Make You Feel My Love. Is that Dylan as well? This Mortal Coil, Song to the Siren, yeah. China Drum, Wuthering Heights. Nirvana, The Man Who Sold the World, of course, Bowie before Aretha Franklin. Respect? What? That's not her song. Eva Cassidy's Songbird, Leona Lewis, Run, Please. <laughs> yeah, so that's on the list. And Locomotion, Kyla's version of Locomotion is not on the list. Right. And Led Zeppelin, When the Levee Breaks. Okay, your score at the end of that music round. 
is 11 points. I don't know what that means. That means you've got one question wrong. Okay. Oh, it's still 15 points, 12 questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk to Katie after this break. This is the story of Whitney Houston, of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. That feeling. That feeling. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now. Seven points today, 18 for the two days. I, you were absolutely amazing in that music quiz. Uh, I Amazing is not the word I would use. It's just like I'm on the struggle bus and, uh, you know, I'm running out of gas. Okay. Let's talk about your brilliant uh, podcast, your history podcast. It's called We Didn't Start the Fire. Um, Tell us all, tell for people who haven't heard it at all what it's all about. So Billy Joel, boomer savant, uh, came out with a hit song in 1989 called We Didn't Start the Fire. And he's, it's basically just a motor mouth rant of everything that happened from the year he was born, 1949, to the year he wrote the song, 1989. So it's just, it's actually something like 118 different topics wow. uh, that he's just ranting about. And, of course, saying, you know, whether it was, uh, you know, the birth of Red China or Marilyn Monroe dying or JFK getting killed or the AIDS crisis, uh, you know, whatever, all of these catastrophes and these pop cultural landmarks, whatever they were, we didn't start the fire. The fire was always burning, man. Oh, you know, deep philosophical insight from Mr. Billy Joel. And uh, so the whole idea is every single week on the We Didn't Start the Fire podcast, we explore one person or event in the song. And so it's me and Tom Fordyce, sexy Tom Fordyce. (laughs) And we get together with an expert in the field. So we talk about Doris Day. We talk about the Studebaker car. You know, we talk about uh, The King and I musical. Like, it, it just goes from the sublime to the ridiculous. I love that it has the opportunity, though, to just go everywhere as well. goes everywhere. And, you know, you think you know... I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I'm already well across all of this information. And of course, we're in, like, I don't know, we've recorded, like, maybe 10 or 11 episodes, and I realize I know not that much. <laughs> but it's fun because you realize... There, you know, there's so many threads in uh, the rich, quilted tapestry of the world. And you pull any one of them and you get an amazing story. Thank you so much, Katie. That was Quiz Chat Repeat. You can follow us at Quiz Chat Repeat. We'll be back tomorrow, but here's a connected question for you at home, your second one of the week. What's the sixth letter of the Greek alphabet? The sixth letter of the Greek alphabet. Your third connected question will come tomorrow on TV and Film Wednesday. I'll see you then. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.